Welcome back, faithful listeners, to yet another edition of God is 365. I'm Brother Ray. And I'm Pastor James. We're your hosts and moderators for today's podcast. This is a podcast that is totally dedicated to examining all aspects of God's awesome character. Our objective is twofold. First of all, we want to alleviate some of the mystery and misconceptions that the world and society have about the nature of God. Secondly, we want to give you, our faithful listeners, an up-close and personal look into the awesome character of God. Our hope and desire is that through this podcast, believers and non-believers alike will get a better understanding and appreciation of who God is and begin the delicate daily process of emulating God's awesome character. Three hundred sixty-five days a year, twenty-four. Amen. You know, Pastor James, uh, the Bible says in uh, Proverbs uh, thirty and five that every word of God is flawless, and He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Amen. Amen. You know, mankind's character is not dependable. It is not flawless. Amen. And mm-hmm. when our heroes and sheroes, you know, uh, make mistakes and uh, fall off the pedestal, uh, you know, uh, they're rapidly forgotten and, uh, you know, uh, we don't give them any kind of a uh, chance, uh, to make that comeback, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, God is a God that will do that for us yeah. and his character is mm-hmm. flawless. So we don't have to worry about, uh, uh, the human flaws that we have to deal with, mm-hmm. uh, uh, because uh, God's uh, character is so far beyond, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, we, we all have flaws and we all have things we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but thank God that God is, is, is working some things out in our lives. Amen. 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 Uh, Pastor James, before we begin our podcast uh, today, of course, we want to give a shout out to our listening audience. Mm -hmm. Amen. We want to say hello. uh, How are you? Uh, If you're Portuguese, bon dia. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome. What's up? Amen. Well, if you really like our podcast and apparently you're watching and you're interested and you reached us on on a particular channel, uh, we want to give you some more opportunities to share with your friends some different ways to connect with us. First of all, you can go to our website, www.godis365.org. That is our website and that gives a little bit of information about this podcast and also about myself and, and Brother Ray. You can also uh, find out about these podcasts or see the podcast on www.NewHopeChristianCommunityChurch.org. And that is the website of the greatest church this side of heaven, New Amen. Hope Christian Community Church, of which we are members. I'm the senior pastor and the proud senior pastor. And so, you know, connect with us by that. Just NewHopeChristianCommunityChurch.org. You can also go to New Hope's app. Just type in 
New Hope on the, just go to the App Store and type in New Hope and it'll bring you right there. You can check out our app, has all the podcasts on there. You can also contact us or see us on Susplash, YouTube, Apple, iHeart, Audacity, Spotify, and Stitcher. Wow, that's a lot of places, and Amen. we are constantly, that. constantly yeah. growing. Amen. Yeah, that's not even all of it. <laughs> uh, we hope and, and pray that uh, today something that is said is going to uplift and inspire you to learn to emulate the awesome character of God. Amen. 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 Uh, praise the Lord, Pastor Jane. Praise the Lord, Brother Ray. How are you this morning? I'm doing pretty well. I'm a little hoarse for some reason. Amen. Amen. That happens. Amen. Uh, before we begin our, our program mm -hmm. today, uh, I'm going to do a little housekeeping. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to Charles uh, Cooper Jr., who has oh, that's Charles Cooper the third, the third, yeah, oh, he's the okay. third. All right, baby. <laughs> correct me. CC three, CC three. Well, yeah. CC three yeah. has brilliantly produced our podcast for several years, and uh, we want to wish him well. And he's down in Nashville and. One of those top uh, audio schools mm -hmm. getting uh, some some more trainings. Amen. So maybe he'll come by. We we hope he doesn't forget forget us because uh, <laughs> uh, maybe one of those uh, record labels might get hold of him. Amen. <laughs> we might Amen. not see him again. But we wish him well and yeah. success in whatever he in, endeavors. Amen. Yeah. yeah, and we want to welcome our our new uh, chief engineer Aaron Johnson. Amen. Who is hemming this podcast for? The in, in the interim. Amen. Hey, Aaron. How hey, you doing? <laughs> All right. Uh, now that we finished our housekeeping, uh, let's uh, get down uh, to business this morning with uh, our very exciting uh, sequence of, uh, of our podcast series. You know, over the last um, two podcasts, we've been discussing in detail uh, the spiritual foundation principles that we emphasize at the end of uh, you know all our podcasts, uh, and so far we've discussed the principle of prayer, you know, and how important it is uh, to continue that and start and continue that dialogue with God, and how it leads to a lifetime of uh, personal uh, quality time mm -hmm. with God. Amen. Amen. And we also discussed our second principle of of making that. Uh, commitment to to Christ, you know, mm -hmm. uh, joining the, the dream team, we call, mm -hmm. uh, which begins uh, the process of spiritual transformation. And, and that's going to uplift the uh, quality of your life when you commit to Christ. And it's going to give you the ability to believe that you can accomplish all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen. Amen. Today we're going to continue our conversation discussing the spiritual foundation principles that uh, help to develop a godly character. And that principle today is studying God's word. Amen. Amen. Studying God's word. Amen. You know, when we talk about studying God's word, uh, uh, in our principles, uh, Pastor James, what exactly are we talking about? Uh, really, we're talking about um, the Bible. Amen. We're talking about the book, the Bible. The Bible. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, and because that is basically our source of uh, mm -hmm. the foundation of God is 365. I mean, we, we you know, we can philosophize all, all we want to, 
but we are we are in the process of philosophizing. Mm -hmm. We're we're talking uh, truths uh, that come from uh, God's word, mm -hmm. the Bible. So everything that we have is 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 basically. Uh, Bible text. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. And Amen. the the word Bible, it comes from the Latin and Greek word meaning book. And mm -hmm. and that's a fitting name since mm -hmm. the Bible is the book for everyone mm -hmm. for all time. Mm -hmm. And you know, we, we know us if there's no other book like the Bible. And the Bible is really it's a, a sacred collection of books uh, that are uniquely divinely inspired by God. And it, it's given that same authority by God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. You know, and uh, in order for, uh, I believe, in, in order for uh, our listening audience to, to uh, begin that study of the word is to have a knowledge of his, his origin and his history. It's always, it's always good to have that, uh, that, that knowledge up front about what you're getting yourself into. Amen. 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 And and as you said, it's the inspired word of God. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the Bible is a book. Uh, how old is the book? At least thirty five hundred years old. That's, oh yeah. That's a that's a old book. Mm -hmm. That is a seriously old book. Amen. Uh, it was Amen. first published in uh, fourteen. Uh, 55. 1454. 54. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, for, yeah, but folks, yeah, by Gutenberg, but folks need to know that that's, that's not really when it was written. That's when it was printed. Yeah. Mm, yes. That's when mm -hmm. it was printed. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's, that's exactly. That's when it was, is printed. You know, uh, now, who basically is the author of some of the first books of the Bible, of course? That's uh, uh, Moses. Yeah, well, Moses uh, um, is mostly is widely accepted as the author of those those first five books. The first five books are called the Pentateuch. Amen. The Amen. Pentateuch, mm -hmm. and uh, those uh, consist of, uh, uh, if I get it right, Genesis, Exodus, yeah. and uh, Deuteronomy, yeah. and Leviticus, and mm -hmm. and, and uh, uh, Numbers. And did I miss something? Did I leave one out? But those are those five books. Those are uh, encompass the Pentateuch, and it's really you know talking about the first part of the Bible, the first history of the Bible. Amen, amen. You know, and uh, one of the, the, the according to some of my research, it was named the Bible through by a translator and the, theologian uh, John uh, Wycliffe, amen, mm -hmm. in uh, England. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he first used that terminology, you know, uh, okay. the Bible. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, let me uh, interrupt for a second to give you a trivial question. Uh, what's the top selling book in the, the world? Yeah, well, of course, the top selling book in the world is the Bible. Amen. Amen. As a matter of fact, uh, there's probably about 170,000 uh, Bibles that are sold each year. Wow. It's wow. year by year. It's the top selling book in the world. Uh, and uh, according to my statistics, there are five billion Bibles that have been sold. Amen. Mm -hmm. that, that, that says a lot about a book. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's a lot of books that's written that don't endure the test of time. And, and the Bible definitely is a book mm -hmm. that has endured mm -hmm. the test of time. And mm -hmm. it, 
and it will be here till basically the end. Mm-hmm. And that's how powerful that book is. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, why one of the reasons why that we're we're recommending studying that book, the the the, the truth that is in that book. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I was looking at uh, the Bible uh, Life website, and it said God's word is eternal truth. God's word, it never changes. It's always relevant. Mm -hmm. It is a firm foundation that we can rely on no matter what else is happening in your life. Amen. Amen. And you know, uh, the the wonderful thing about the Bible, the Bible is really, you know, we, we, a lot of us look at it with this stilted language and, you know, we'll probably talk about different translations uh, later. As a matter of fact, that Gutenberg Bible was commissioned by King James and that's what, you know, regular, that's what people uh, connected with that there's several different translations but you know we think about the Bible you know it's, you know we think about all these the holy things but really the Bible is is a is a collection of poems love stories action adventures and really it's a it's a book about God's love for his people amen yeah. and the the central character the hero of the Bible is Jesus Christ Amen. He is actually the hero of, of that. You know, and another thing that God's word is, uh, it, it helps us fight against sin. There is a constant, we, you know, whether some of us will admit that, there is there is a constant struggle of, of right and wrong. And the Bible is there to help us not listen to that evil side mm-hmm. of us that wants to you know, just do horrible things. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And, and really, uh, Brother Ray speaks to that from the very beginning. When we, we talk about Genesis, you know, God created uh, men and women. He create, created us in his image. He created the heavens and the earth. And and before, before when God created man, there was, man was tempted mm-hmm. by by Satan, by by the 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 serpent in the garden mm-hmm. and that was, and they did not pass that test. And so that there was, that's called the fall. The fall. And throughout the rest of this book, it is a story really of redemption mm-hmm. and God's love for his people. It's really a relationship between us and God, his, his love for us that he's, he's, he seeks to redeem us and finally does so through Jesus Christ. All right. Now, did you mention how many books were there in the Bible? Well, there's 66 books in the Bible. There's 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New Testament. As a matter of fact, if you want some more information, there's uh, there's almost 32,000 verses. Actually, exactly, there's 31,173 verses total in the Bible. Wow. And with 23,000 in the Old Testament and almost 8,000 in the New Testament, and um, it, it's just it's just packed full of all types of different information. Yeah, and I, I, and I think that is the popularity of the book. Yeah, you know? uh, the 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 universal truths that you can't, no one can argue with, yeah. no matter what religion you have. Yeah. That there's universal truths. Yeah, it, it's 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 you know it's the the Bible is so cool because you know usually if you if you were to do it. The way we do things now, it would probably be a whole set of encyclopedias. It would be so many, so many books. The, you know, the 66 books that they've been written by 40 authors. 
Oh yeah, and yeah, there's such a, a variety. You know, we call the we call the uh, uh, the first five books. You know, they're called the Pentateuch, mm-hmm. uh, written by Moses, but they're mm-hmm. also called the Law. The Law, yeah. Uh-huh. And then we have those those books in between from uh, from uh, uh, Esther and Job and the rest of them. Mm-hmm. That those are are, are kind of the uh, 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 how do I want to say it. Those are the poetic books, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, we have the wisdom books, those wisdom books, uh, Proverbs, Psalms, mm-hmm. uh, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. And then we go into the the part that almost nobody likes to read, the, mm-hmm. the prophets. Prophet. And we have the major prophets and the minor prophets. And then we have the, the and when, that's the Old Testament. That encompasses mm-hmm. the Old Testament. Then the New Testament has the Gospels. And those are kind of autobiographical, but they're, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are the Gospels. And then we, we, have, the, we have the Acts, we have the Epistles, uh, and the Epistles of Paul. And so it goes on. And then we have the book that talks about the end times, mm-hmm. eschatology, okay. and that's Revelation. Uh-huh. And that's when everything is made right. That's when we realize, uh-huh. in other words, what the Bible does, it gives us a view of history of the world from the beginning to the end. To the end. And what it says is that, you know, God wins, we win, that he is victorious in the end. Amen. 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 You know, and uh, we talk, you talked about the names of the Old Testament. I I personally have a name and uh, and, and uh Pastor needs to distance himself from me when I when I say this, but that's why I always have told him that's how, what I feel about the the Old Testament is the wild wild west. I mean, mm. it is. Why do you? It's, 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 and it's because it's a lot of things in that that Old Testament that you just it mm. is unbelievable that have gone on. Mm-hmm. It's some things that God has done that uh, you're you're you question mm-hmm. why He basically did it, and it was it was a lot going on in the the the, the old the Old Testament, and that's why you know I call it the the wild wild west. It was yeah. just mankind was just wanted to go rogue. Actually, mankind did go rogue. Right. Yeah, they did go rogue. And then sometimes to me, God went rogue in some of the things, his responses Mm -hmm. to some of the stuff. Right, Mm -hmm. right. And you're you're trying not to be too specific or graphic for the folks, but, you know, but, you know, and and what Brother Ray is speaking to is that that God wiped out whole sets of people Mm -hmm. and uh, even his people, you know, and it was a matter of sin. And then those Mm -hmm. in the, in the old Testament, really, you know, you think about it, uh, God was looking at this thing as, uh, as cancer. He was looking at sin as a cancer where whenever he saw that sin, that cancer, he, he had radical, he performed radical surgery. Right, yeah. And, 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 you know, one of the things that we often don't talk about is that, you know, God did those things. But, you know, some of the things that the people were doing, mm-hmm. uh, we would never even consider. We don't talk about those things, but people were do- sacrificing children, their own oh, children yeah. and all these sorts of things. And, mm-hmm. and so God said we can't be part of that. And so he was trying to 
to distance his people. He was trying to get his people through, but sometimes the people fell back. It's just, it's just a wonderful, it's a wonderful story. And so uh, I hear what you're saying, but, but God is God. God, is God yeah. is God. He's gonna do what He needs to do. You know, and then they, uh, there are some holy writings, and uh, you got to help me because I think you've 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 had uh, the Greek and Latin and all that. It's is a word called uh, hagi hagiography grapha hagiographa, which means holy writings, and that includes. Mm. Psalms mm-hmm. and a proverb, yeah, and, a, and a, uh, song of Psalms, yeah, yeah, song, uh, of, song, song of Solomon, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You know, it, you know, and that's that's one of the things that people often overlook, brother Ray. That you know, there's beautiful. They, the The Bible is literature, mm-hmm. and some of those, some of the books have such wonderful language, not just poems, but 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 songs, not not just when we talk about songs, we're talking about songs. There's songs, there's blessings, there's prayers, there's there's uh, stories, there's romance. You know, if you look at Psalm, Song of Solomon, as you said, it's 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 a a, a poem, it's a love poem, it, and it's a love story. Amen, amen. And when we talk about the word canon or rules, what what uh, can you? Uh, Elaborate a little bit on the canons. Uh, I think I can. Let me uh, let me just talk about when canon. Canon is is really that way that the books of the Bible were more or less were approved. And what canon what canon really means is it means to describe the books that are divinely divinely inspired. And those that belong in the Bible. So you have to know that there are lots of books. There's some books that weren't included in the Bible. And it was uh, canons. There were councils that came together Mm -hmm. to determine uh, which of the books should be included in the Bible. In other words, for instance, for the New Testament, the process and recognition of the collection of of, uh, books of the Bible began in the first century of the Christian church. The first canon was called the Meritorian canon, and this was compiled in A.D. 170. So it was the the formation of this Bible was ongoing, and that included all of the New Testament books except Hebrew, James, one and two, first and second Peter, and 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 third John, three John, in AD six three sixty three, the Council of Laodicea stated that only the Old Testament and twenty six books of the New Testament were were canonical, canonical, and they were be read in the churches. But the church, the Council of Hippo, Hippo also affirmed the same twenty seven books. So it's been an ongoing process, and so what it is that those councils. Uh, in that, in the early church, they approved those books that as the inspired books of God. So they came together. There's many books that weren't included. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, uh, th- that's a mystery in itself. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Bible, according to every resource I had, come from men that were inspired. Yeah, uh, it, by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, every, you know, and that's, you know, that's the, the, the precept that, you know, the canon was, was based on. As a matter of fact, 
it was they, they had a, a, a formula for all of those councils or the canon. And first of all, it was was the book truly inspired by the Holy Spirit? In other words, were the writers inspired by the Holy Spirit? Was the author an apostle or have a close connection with an apostle? That's the first one. Number two, is the book being accepted by the body of Christ at large? Mm-hmm. Number three, did the book contain consistency of doctrine and orthodox teaching? Number four, did the book bear evidence of high moral and spiritual values that would reflect a work of the Holy Spirit? And we know that, as you said earlier, that, you know, we're flawed as humans, but but God in his infinite wisdom and his uh, sovereignness, despite, you know, we not knowing everything, he put together those books and those people. And that's why we have this collection of books in the Old Testament and New Testament called the Bible. Amen. And that. Uh, have endured the test of time. You yeah. know, the, the the thing about the Bible is not a faddish book. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of books. You know, they, they, you know, I'm not going to name of them, but a lot of books for a time, uh, you know, uh, have a purpose mm-hmm. and 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 very creative and uh, inspirational, but don't stand the test of time like the the yeah. the, the, the Bible has. I mean, it doesn't have that the type of power mm-hmm. that right. the Bible, the Bible, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a powerful book. If mm-hmm. you really look at it, I mean, even before I, you know, gave, you know, my life to God, you know, you go, uh, I mean, you can go in a hotel room and see that Bible, you know, it affects you just looking at the cover Mm-hmm. It, it, it puts you in check. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, no other book mm-hmm. can do that. From <laughs> I know that just you know you're yeah. looking at the cover of it. Yeah. You, you say this is a holy book. I mean, you know, you get ready to do something that you ain't got nothing to do. You, you sim- simply mm-hmm. get the book and go and hide, hide it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that that still doesn't you know. Uh, absolve you from yeah. what the consequences of whatever you're going to do, but no other book has that type of power, right? Right. Uh, when you to, yeah. to uh, put you in check, uh-huh. and when like you that. talk about you know you talk about power, you know there's authority behind those words. We talk about insp- inspired by by God. You know the the, the Bible even checks itself. It name mm-hmm. checks itself more or less in Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen. It says all Scripture is breathed out or inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and training in righteousness, that the man of God, the woman of God, be complete, equipped for every good work. So it's it's kind of our instruction manual, but but the Word of God is, is so is so powerful, and the authority of it is is I would say that it is the truth. If I was to call the Bible anything, I would call it the truth because no mm-hmm. matter where you are, no matter uh, where you come from, no matter what your orientation is, if you look at the Bible, there's something in there that speaks to your situation Amen. and speaks to something that you can do to live a better life. The book, the Bible really tells us how to live a successful, successful life. Not just a holy life, but a holy life, a life that's based on God's teaching, his yeah. ethics, his ethos. And so it is, it, that's why we call it the good book, because mm-hmm. there's good things in there. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. That's that's great. And uh, before you give, uh, we're going to stop right here because we've we've talked about the origin, its history, and the structure of it. Uh, we're going to stop right here, and uh, next week we're going to actually tell you how to study the word. We didn't tell you how to study the word today. We just gave you some basic. Uh, history and mm -hmm. a knowledge of uh the book that you're going to study mm -hmm. amen amen if you, choose, you choose to make this part of one of your uh spiritual foundation principles um uh, before uh pastor james gives his summary i'll just go quickly over our foundation principles uh that aid us into developing a, a godly character we talked about prayer is that dialogue with god is and it ends up mm -hmm. being a lifetime dialogue mm -hmm. uh commitment to christ joining that dream team that that is also a lifetime partnership that's not something that you get in uh a commitment is a commitment what is what mm -hmm. is like marriage is 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 death do us part right amen mm -hmm. and then today we talked about studying the word and that's and 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 studying the word is something that uh is going to help you to continue to strive to grow spiritually. I mean, you know, Man. once you are in touch uh, with uh, the, the, the spirit, you have to grow mm -hmm. when you can't be stagnant mm -hmm. because there are a lot of forces that are going to uh, come into play mm -hmm. that if you are not grounded in the world, uh, you're going to be drowned. Amen. 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 And then finally, uh, of course, uh, our next principle that we're going to talk about, but uh, it's going to probably be two uh, podcasts after next podcast, uh, uh, emulating God's uh, often uh, awesome character, and that's practicing uh, what you believe. Amen. Yeah, and I just want to say, Brother Ray, that that's that's a great that's a that's actually a great summary of where we are and where we're going to to go. Mm -hmm. But I just want to say, you know, we've kind of. I painted a broad brush, a kind of outline, and there's we're getting to some specifics, especially the division of the books and and what we need to look at in terms of Bible study. So if you miss something, just come and check us out next week, and Amen. we'll talk us specifically about those prophetic books, the books of the prophets, the apostolic books, the wisdom books, and and so we'll pull a finer point on it. But I've been tasked with giving us our summary. And so in, in Psalm 119, it's, uh, Psalm 119 is one of the longest psalms in the Bible, one Amen. of the longest books of the Bible. And it, all, it talks up and down about the Word of God. And there's a particular verse in there that always speaks to me. And this comes from Psalm 119, 105. Psalm chapter 119, verse 105. It says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and Amen. a light to my path. Amen. Your word as a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And Amen. when I think about this particular uh, text, I think about the Bible, the Bible being that word. And it, it kind of, you know, when we talk about a lamp at your feet, it kind of illumines, it, it shines a light on you and causes you to realize that there's some things that, you know, that God has for you and that he's trying to show you. And so it, it, it talks, speaks to me that we need to open ourselves up for this word. And when it, we open ourselves up for this word, 
it can begin to instruct us, teach us, lead us, guide us in the way that we should go. And then we say, I light to my path. It really kind of says, this is what you need to do to go forth. This is how you need to be successful. This is how you need to live a holy life. And so it, it shines a path. It, it illuminates us and causes us to understand that we're not all that we want to be or should be. And we want to have some more of this word because this word, it not only uh, is a, a light to our a lamp, to our feet, but it lights us up. It, it causes us right. to it be enlightened, mm -hmm. but then it causes us. We, we see that light. God is trying to show us the way that we should go. And so that when we study that word, when we have that word deep into us, it sets forth a path that we can easily follow. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, I'm going to hold on to those. And I hope that you do too. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's pray about it. Heavenly Father, we just thank you right now that you, your word is a lamp to our feet and the light to our path. We thank you for this wonderful word that causes us to learn how to live well and to live for you. We thank you for this podcast and we thank you for the succeeding episodes, Lord, that get that we hope that folks will learn more about your word and learn more about you, that our relationship with you would become even stronger, that we will live even greater lives. And so we thank you right now for all that are listening. We speak blessings into the lives of those who are listening and ask that you would just be with us, Lord God. Keep us, Lord God, Heavenly Father, until we meet again. And we'll be so careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen and amen. amen. This concludes this edition of God is 365. We'd like to invite each and every listener to join our special spiritual revolution. Commit yourself to being a God is 365er. Always remember, first and foremost, from sunrise to sunset, that, that God, God is 365. Praise the Lord, faithful listeners. If you enjoyed our message for today, uh, your donation to help us continue this podcast will be greatly appreciated. Uh, <laughs> will be greatly appreciated. Amen. Uh, simply go on our, our website, www.godis365.org, and simply push the donation button. And we're going to thank you, thank, thank you, you in advance for bless your you. gift. Amen. God bless and keep you until we meet again. Peace, everybody. Amen.